Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. It is Wednesday, May 11th, and I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager, mathematician, futurist, tech optimist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, giving you the news, an update on the markets, the hot topics in tech, some career advice, and let you know what I'm geeked out about. So before I get into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, which you should, um, I go ahead and like this video and subscribe to the channel if you're not already subscribed. If you are listening on your podcast player, go ahead and subscribe or follow the podcast edition with Adi Adewusi. Leave a five-star review. And if you would like all of these podcast episodes directly in your email inbox, subscribe to the free Substack, editionpod.substack.com. And if you want to see me having fun on TikTok, follow me at editionpod, Twitter at editionpod, and Instagram at editionwithaddy. Shout out to the folks who are sharing the podcast on Twitter or on other social media platforms. I really appreciate you so much. This is free. This is a passion project for me. So seeing feedback, knowing that people are listening and enjoying the show just keeps me going and gets me excited. If I didn't get any feedback, I'd be doing this anyway. But if you want to give me an early birthday present, my birthday is Sunday, May 15th. Go ahead and subscribe to the Substack, subscribe to the YouTube, leave me a five-star review on your podcast player. Every little bit counts. Okay, so I have a packed episode today, and you know my target is always to finish this before in less than 15 minutes, so let me go ahead and get started. So crypto markets, Bitcoin is down 23.85% on the past seven days at the time of recording. It is below 30,000 at 29,641. Ethereum is down 22.27% the past seven days, and it is at $2,220. Uh, because I did the episode on Luna and Terra, so Luna is at $2 and down 98.2% in the past seven days. That is crazy. That is what people call wrecked, R-E-K-T. And Terra, which is supposed to be a stable coin pegged to one US dollar, is at 40 cents and it is down 59.59% in the past seven days. This is the worst I've ever seen the crypto market since I started investing in crypto in 2021. I exited crypto right before the all-time highs last fall and then I got back in in January. So I am still down, even though I'm not down from the all-time highs, I'm absolutely down on my crypto. S&P 500, uh, in the past five days, it's down 7.56%, and year-to-date, it's down 16.42%. The NASDAQ is down 10.6% in the past five days and down 25% year-to-date. So I'm a millennial, and this is my first bear market. So what keeps me sleeping at night is the fact that I have a very solid investment strategy. I put 15 or 16% of my paycheck into my um, index funds in my retirement account. I allocated 10% to crypto. Most of that is in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, and that's 10% of my money in total, right? My 10% of my portfolio is in crypto. The vast majority 
of my portfolios in stocks and I do hold cash as well, um, less than 20% cash. So yeah, I have a strategy. I am committed to my plan. I'm, I understand the historical data that the stock markets have always recovered and downtimes are a great time to um, get few gains down the road because I'm investing when the market's down. And I'm also not investing more than I'm willing to lose. Of course, it's unfortunate um, when my market, when my portfolio is down, but the short term, not the long term. So I'm content in holding. Let me know in the comments how you're feeling about the markets right now. Do you feel trapped? Do you feel like you made a mistake? Like, let's talk about it. Um, I would love to, if you have any questions about how I'm managing my portfolio, again, I'm not a financial advisor, but just from, you know, one tech employee to another, I can tell you what I'm doing. So let's get to the hot topics in tech. So briefly, I already discussed that, um, the Luna price collapse this is from the block crypto Luna price collapses below $5 as UST slides further from the dollar peg. Um, and this has a huge ripple effect in the rest of the crypto markets. I will link yesterday's episodes where I talked about what happened with Luna, Terra, and UST, and you can catch up by listening to Tuesday's episode. So let's get into Coinbase earnings. So this is from CNBC. I quote, here are the key numbers. Loss per share is $1.98%. Typically, this is earnings per share, but they had a loss of $2 per share. And revenue is 1.17 billion this quarter versus 1.48 billion expected. So they missed estimates. And I quote, the stock has lost more than 70% of its value since late March as a broader slide in tech stocks and the value of cryptocurrencies hit Coinbase particularly hard. Bitcoin, the most popular cryptocurrency, briefly dropped below the symbolic price threshold of 30,000 on Monday and is down more than 30% this year. Overall, usage on Coinbase declined from the fourth quarter. Retail monthly transactions, MTUs, fell to 9.2 million, down from 11.4 million in the fourth quarter, while total trading volume dropped from 547 billion in Q4 to 309 billion. Revenue fell 27% from a year ago, and it also reported a net loss of 430 million in the first quarter. End quote. So now I'm going to skip to where they said these, why they missed their earnings, basically. So I quote, general and administrative expenses were up 414 million, up 39% compared to the prior quarter. Coinbase attributed the rise to higher expenses related to full-time and contractor headcount. The purpose of that spending, according to the company, was to invest in strengthen invest to strengthen and scale our customer support, legal compliance, and business support functions. Emily Choi, President and Chief Operating Officer of Coinbase, added on the company's earnings call that the company invests heavily in compliance. So basically, uh, staying in good graces with, and the, end, the quote ended with compliance, staying in the good graces with the government is costing Coinbase a lot of money. So hopefully with, uh, you know, Joe Biden asking regulators to look into crypto, laws will become much more clear and these crypto companies will have to spend less on their compliance. So Roblox, let's look at their Q1 2022 earnings. 
So quote from the article, here's how the company did. Earnings loss of 27% versus loss of 21 cents is expected by analysts. Revenue is at 631.2 million versus 643 million as expected by analysts. The revenue figure is what Robox calls bookings, which includes sales recognized during the quarter and deferred revenue. Bookings or revenue declined by 3% in the quarter, a sign of how much Roblox business has cooled off from the pandemic when kids were stuck at home and spending more time on their screens. Roblox generates revenue from sales of its virtual currency called Robux, which people use to dress up their avatars and buy other premium features in the games. Roblox reported 54.1 million average daily active users in the first quarter, up 28% from a year earlier, but below the street account consensus of 55 million. Users spent 11.8 billion hours engaged in Roblox, the company said, up 22%, end quote. And that's from CNBC. So the reason why I'm calling out Roblox is because Roblox's success is what got people very bullish on the metaverse and the idea that people are going to want in-game currencies and want to purchase um, in-game products. And people thought NFTs would be the perfect use case for that. Roblox not doing well uh, put some headwinds on that thought. I do. I am still bullish on gaming. It looks like the expectations were higher than the reality. So, and this, and they are a pandemic stock. When people are at home, they're spending more money on digital things. So, as things open up, these are going to shift. I do believe that once people get, you know, back into the swing of things and going out becomes more expensive because of inflation, people may revert back to their digital activities. We'll see. Okay, so on some more positive note, there are still some major raises going on. So I quote from the block crypto, Web3 development platform Morales said on Wednesday that it had snagged a $40 million in a Series A funding round. Investors include EQT Ventures, Fabric Ventures, Coinbase Ventures, and Dispersion Capital, among other angel investors. And the Stockholm-based company, which provides infrastructure for developers to build and launch apps, games, and NFT cross-chain, said in a release that it will use the money for product development, improving user experience, and scaling to both increase its client capacity and supporting larger clients. So another raise, and this is from Coindesk, I quote, non-fungible token NFT startup co-create, and that's co-colon create, has raised a $25 million scene round to help NFT collections launch their own tokens. The company announced on Tuesday the round was led by Andreessen Horowitz, A16Z, with participation from Gary Vaynerchuk's Vayner Fund, Packy McCormick's Not Boring Capital, Amy Wu, and Artifact, which is spelled R-T-F-K-T, which recently was acquired by Nike. So the startup uses its factory method protocol to generate customizable tokens and treasuries for participating projects, allowing royalties to be paid out in that native token with decentralized exchange DEX swapping method, according to a press release. And I also quote, co-create says it's already in talks with a handful of prominent NFT collections that participated in the seed round and are eyeing token launches of their own in the style of Yuga Labs' ApeCoin with partnerships details to be announced individually in the coming months, end quote. So while the markets are tanking, 
crypto and Web3 companies are still raising money. They're not sharing their valuations, which is probably a good thing. And we shall see uh, what happens there. But at least there's some positive news. Okay. Uh, I had to sandwich the positive news. So Carvana plans to lay off 12% of its workforce as it closes is expansion deal. This is from the Wall Street Journal. I quote, Carvana's sales sequentially decreased for the first ever time in first in the first quarter as it reported a net loss of 260 million. The company's shares have fallen 59% in the weeks since it reported its results on April 20th. The company's shares closed Monday at 38.77, 90% off of an all-time high of $370.10 hit last August. I quote the used car dealer, which offers an almost entirely online shopping and selling experience, saw a huge expansion in its business during the pandemic as shoppers steered clear of bricks and mortar dealers and COVID related production issues in the auto industry starved the market of new cars, end quote. So this is, it's not a surprise that Carvana was maybe overspending. They were doing a lot of ads. Um, I live in Atlanta. They have one of their huge car elevators here. Car prices have skyrocketed, which is why people are probably not buying as much on Carvana. Maybe they want to get deals. And also Carvana was buying a lot of used cars last year when used cars prices were going through the roof. So this is somewhat similar to what happened with Zillow when Zillow um, was buying houses at the top of the market and was unable to flip them at the correct price. So apologies to folks working at Carvana who are part of this layoff. 12% is a lot. And if you are interested in tracking tech layoffs, there's a website, layoffs.fyi. I will link it in the show notes as well as all the links to this articles. Okay. So not great news. Um, so my career segment, I mentioned yesterday, return to the office or else. Of course, it's not a requirement, but if you are concerned about your company having layoffs and there's a back to office plan, I highly recommend going. And my career tip for today is get your morning routine together now. So a couple weeks ago, I spent a whole week in the office. I went to Seattle in Redmond and I also did a day in the office last week for the Microsoft Atlanta grand opening. It is an adjustment. Do not think that it's going to be easy to transition transition back to the office. And something that you can do now before you go back to the office is start getting your morning routine together. Wake up at the time that you need to wake up when you need to commute to work. And, you know, if you're a woman, you know, do your hair, your makeup, whatever you would do before going to the office. And if you're a man, you know, pick out your outfit, etc. And get into the swing of things because once you get back to the office, things are going to happen really fast and we're still going to be held accountable for all of our responsibilities, especially in a market like this. So get your morning routine together now. And what am I geeked out about this week? It is Wednesday, which means the new episode of The Circle is out. Um, I... Also, my party is officially canceled for my birthday on Saturday, so I will be going to see Dr. Strange on Saturday. Let me know if you've seen it, if it's worth um, watching. I'm going to watch it anyway. No spoilers, please. So um, fortunately, we have media and entertainment to lift our spirits during these trying times. So I will talk to you tomorrow. I hope you have a great day. Bye.